Welcome to episode 400 of the Recruitment Marketing and Sales Podcast. And I'm your host, Denise Oyston. And today we're talking about launching a new recruiting service for you and your brand. And what I've done is outlined the seven steps that will help you when it comes to planning your marketing out so that you actually have a successful launch and your product actually creates sales. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Recruitment Marketing and Sales Podcast. An obsessive focus on marketing and sales is the only way to accelerate your company growth. So listen in now as we share the latest strategies and techniques guaranteed to deliver you more placements and profits. Well, hi there, everyone. This is Denise. Hope you and yours are well. And episode 400. How exciting is that? 10 years of recording this podcast. There will be a podcast coming at some point in the next few weeks where I share some of my lessons over the last 10 years in launching this bad boy or bad girl and getting out into the market, which, you know, leads nicely into what we're going to be covering today. Anyhow, we're going to talk about marketing your new recruitment service or a new recruitment service. If you have it, how you get it out into in front of your, your candidates and your clients. And before then, if you are new here, welcome. Really pleased to have you. If you go over onto the superfastrecruitment.co.uk website, go to the blog, you will be able to find all of the different podcasts. Of course, we're on iTunes and we're on Spotify. The majority of our recordings do have transcriptions, so you can go and have a look there. And there's a search bar. And if you've got a particular question or you'd like to know more about a topic, just type it in there, hit search, and I am absolutely certain <laughs> I will have recorded something on it. If you'd like to give us a review, again, really appreciate it. That would be amazing because it helps us boost up the, the rankings on, on iTunes. And finally, it's that time of year. We're in the last quarter. We're thinking about where do we want to be next year? And I know for many of you start planning already. If you have not downloaded the uh, marketing checklist, just go to superfastrecruitment.co.uk forward slash MCL. And just if you've got an old one that you've done before, you may have it on your hard drive. If not, just go and download it again. It's actually print it off and go through it and just look at how far have you come and where do you want to be? Many people, when they get on a call with us and we're looking at whether Superfast Circles are fit for them, we always ask people to actually download the checklist, fill it out. And so we can help when we talk to you and point you in the right direction of where it would be ideal for you to focus your time. So if you've not done that, do it. <laughs> now, let's get into today's podcast. And this is all about launching a new recruiting service for you and your brand, which many people are considering at the moment. Several of our Superfast Circle members are launching different iterations of their service. So this is a, a constant conversation that we're having. But I wanted to just give you top line the seven areas to consider as you move forward when it comes to launching a new recruitment service. So Let's start with number one. 
And that's validation. I know you probably think, but Denise, I, I want to launch this service. The question mark is, do you really want to launch this service? Is it viable? Is it what the market requires or wants or will buy? And is it just a fantasy in your mind that I would actually like to do this? I've always wanted to do this. I'm going to launch it. Uh, very short story, amusing story. When I first started, I'm going to say started online, when I left my corporate job, I decided that I was going to create a product for sales managers. I have mentioned this story before, but again, foolishly, I didn't do this stage. I didn't validate my offer as in, would people actually want this? Would they actually buy it? And I was a very keen sales manager. I was obsessive about studying, learning new things, always getting better. <laughs> this, this was in the days when personal development wasn't a thing. And I just assumed that this was a very inexpensive product. I think it was a couple of hundred quid at the time. And I was selling, you know, how to be a really good sales manager. And I just thought this is going to fly off the shelves. I'm going to be a multimillionaire. Everybody's going to want this. Of course, I think we had like four or five people buy it. Now, this was a very good product, I have to say. However, the market was all wrong because the market that I was approaching was basically corporate people that wouldn't put their hand in their pocket. They expected their company to do that for them rather than being, you know, innovative like I was. Now, this was probably before entrepreneurship was the thing that it is now. And so literally I hadn't validated my offer. I hadn't validated my market. So that is the first thing that I would say to you when it comes to making that decision about the products that you want to launch because it could be well i'm going to i'm going to have a consultancy arm to my business which is fine but you know have you spoken to anybody do people actually buy consultancy services i'm going to have a training part of my business which which is going to align really well with the recruiting service possibly but will people actually buy it because there's nothing worse than putting hours days weeks months of time and effort into something that really people are not going to buy. Now, when it comes to a recruitment service, maybe you're going to have a, a new temp desk, maybe you're going to launch a temp site business, maybe you're going to launch a contracting side, maybe you're going to you you know have a retained site business or a, a new search exec search desk. That's fine, but just check is this going to work? Will my market buy it? If you are in the contingency space and it's very difficult to get people over sort of 12, 13%, then maybe retained isn't necessarily going to be the best thing for you. However, I would ask you to really ask, you know, the hard questions and think about when you're creating a product, here's something to consider. What can I do with this product? What can I add to this product? How can I create this product? So I'm actually thinking about my clients and my candidates, not cash in the bank. Now, I know that's counterintuitive, but what would make my product an absolute no-brainer for my market? Now, 
We, as some of you will know, we had a complete service side to the business, content marketing. It was quite expensive for a lot of our, our clients to actually buy into that because the people we like to work with are the micro businesses. And that is one of the reasons why we created a unique product in Superfast Circle, because we could provide virtually everything people need for their marketing, along with consultation, along with collateral. And it's thinking about could something like that work for you and your market? What could you do so that your offer becomes absolutely irresistible? You've got a great promise. You know, the price is right. You've got a vision for how that will work for clients and, and the clients can actually see how that would work for them. So that's something that I think is really important. Think about your client, think about your candidates, what's in it for them? Because once you know that, then it's much easier to communicate what you have. Now, next thing I want to just say on this point is when you're thinking about validation, is that, as I want you to remember that launching a new product, um, we're not selling an iPhone. It's not going to fly off the shelves as fast as we want. It is going to take a lot of work. It's going to take a lot of hard graft. It's probably going to take months before you get your first conversion, potentially, depending on which markets you're working in. So you need to think about that, that, you know, you're validating the offer and just be prepared. It's like that when you first start your own your own company. You've never worked as hard. You know, it made me laugh. I was listening to somebody the other day chatting and uh, they were saying about, well, I, I want to start my own business because I don't want to work at, at weekends. <laughs> and I thought, oh, crikey, you're going to be in front. Oh, my darling, you're going to be in for a bit of a shock there if you think that when you first start an organization, you know, you're starting to run business, you don't want to work weekends. So it's just think about, you know, just prepare yourself for what's coming next. Now, we've got most of that out of the way. We've got some of the negatives out of the way, thinking about, is this really for me? Is it the right time now in my business when the market's a bit up and down to do this? So the second thing I want to do, if you decided yesterday's, this is for me, I'm going to do it. The next thing, number two, is be to test this new service offering with your current clients, your good clients. Now, there's three benefits to doing this that's really going to help you. And the first one is you get used to talking about this new service offering to a human being, apart from somebody in your team that is very keen to look excited because you're talking about a new project. So you're actually talking to a real life client or a real life candidate where money will change hands for what you're selling. So that is important to, to have that beta testing with some people that you have identified. Now, what this will do for you is it will help you iron out what is really important to your customer. What is it they really want when it comes to this new service offering? Because what you think they might want and what's important to them might not be what you think it is. So that's something to do as well. The other thing that I would suggest that you do, and actually there's, there's a couple of things here, it's get case studies and testimonials from your beta 
users. It might be that the new service offering that you have, that you reduce the price. I'm not saying you give it away for free, but you might have a reduced price because you're testing. It's in beta mode. Our software that we use, that we deliver all our training and everything on, we got that in beta testing mode. It's now four times the price, but we were locked into that price point. So it might be that you're talking to someone and they would agree to give you a case study or a testimonial because you're going to do the whatever the offer might be at you know, 10% off or 15% off or something like that. So really think about beta testing. Think about who would be an ideal client that I would like more of this type of client because those are the ideal people that you want to have in your beta testing. So if you looked at viability, we looked at beta testing. Now let's look at creating a launch plan. <laughs> What gets planned happens. Have you ever noticed that? If you don't have your plan written out, that your day seems to crash and burn sometimes. I know I, I'm a bit obsessive about planning because I like to work. <laughs> I really like to get focused when I work and I don't work all the time. So when I do work, I really work. So I like to get a plan done. And I would make sure that you have your launch plan created so you know what your deliverables are going to be. You've got a target. You know what your timelines are. You know, are you going to do a countdown? What's going to happen at month one, month two, month three? When I worked in the pharmaceutical industry, whenever we were launching a product, we always used to have T minus 180 or T minus 360, you know, if we were planning, because we were planned. That's why the pharmaceutical industry is so amazing when it comes to success. We would actually plan a product launch a year, sometimes two and three years in advance. So just think about planning and think about the deliverables, who's going to be involved, because that way, when you have a brainstorm about what are all the things that we need to do, and obviously I'm giving you some things here, then you can put that in your spreadsheet. You can put that in your launch plan. So you know that, oh, hang on a minute here. We haven't got any case studies or testimonials as part of our marketing collateral. Oh, hang on a minute here. The web page isn't loading. So if you actually create a launch plan with dates, times, activities, and who's responsible. So that's number three. Number four, and it really alludes to what we were talking about with the beta set test, is who is your ideal avatar and who is the target list that you are going to uh, launch this new product to? Now, depending on the features of your product, the advantages for your clients, the benefits that they're going to get from working with you will help you identify who is the ideal avatar for this particular product or this particular service. Because it's likely that it will be different. And that's where many people make a mistake because they think, well, I'll just launch it to everybody that I've got. You know, I've got this great idea for a new service. Everyone's going to love it. They might not. It might be a subsector of your market that's actually going to be the ideal person for this. So that's why it's important to do your avatar work. Who's ideal? Who's got, you know, in the in the lovely film that I that Sharon and I both watch regularly with Tom Cruise, and that's Jerry Maguire. There's one character in there, and he always says, "Who's got my money? Who's got my money?" And I think that is really important for you to think about. 
who actually has got your money, who is going to uh, be willing to purchase this? If it's a particularly you know unique type of product, if it's somebody, say you're doing contracting, you're going to have a contracting service. You know, other particular clients currently on your database that you've not approached before that you you really could talk to, and that would be different. So make sure you do your avatar work based on the propensity to buy and the propensity for you to serve them um, in the best way possible. And then that leads us into your target market because you will, I'm absolutely certain, have clients within your database that you could work with. You need to pull off a list of those. In addition to that, because for those of you who have watched the lead generation triad, you will understand that when it comes to generating leads, there's three key areas that you need to focus on, current contacts, cold outreach, and content. So the the three C's there you really need to be thinking about. And what you need to do now with this is to actually look at, okay, I've got my uh, current connections. I've pulled off a sub list that I'm going to work work on. I'm going to look at content in a second. And I also need to think about, I need a cold list to approach. So you need to get some data to start reaching out. No, nobody likes doing cold outreach and it works that I, I need to actually, you know, have some new people in the pond that I'm fishing in with my new product to actually be able to have conversations with and make sure that I'm, you know, selling my new product. So that is something to to put on your list, to put on your plan. The next thing, number five, is creating your marketing message. I have already mentioned the holy grail, which is your features, your advantages, and the benefits of the product or service that you're selling. People need to understand what's in it for them. And uh, take you to back in the day when you first became a recruiter, remember features, advantages, benefits, they're all part of the sales process. And you need to think about your messaging that goes out. You need to think about the hook that's going to pull people in and why they would want to use your, what's the gap that they have? What is it that your product is going to do for them that actually fills that gap? So this isn't a sales tutorial here, though it is important for you to get your messaging right. So like, for instance, you know, we work, just to give you an idea, we work with micro businesses uh, across the globe. We tend to work with really good recruiters amazing at what they do. They really care about the clients and the candidates. One of the things they're not particularly good at is marketing themselves. They're not particularly good at creating demand and getting their message out there. That is ideal avatar. And our messaging, all you need to go and do is look at our messaging, reflects that. So think about your particular avatar, your particular ideal client or candidate, what is going to resonate with them. So that's your marketing messages. Now, next, number six, once you've got your marketing messages, then you can start to put that in your collateral. And you need to be using marketing collateral consistently and constantly. And you need to be thinking here about your social media. You need to be thinking about a report, a guide that you can help educate people about the new service and why they need it. You need a pitch deck. 
absolutely need a pitch deck. You need email campaigns. You need messenger campaigns. And I would actually also say that you need a script. You need uh, an objection handler. Think about all the collateral that you need. You might need a new logo for your particular service. You know, a couple of our clients that are launching a new particular side to their business and they've actually got a new logo. It looks amazing and aligns with their, their current logo, but it really does stand out as being something different. So we've covered a lot here. And just before I go on to the final bit, let me just get a quick summary for you. So we talked about validating your offer. Is this something that the market actually wants? How do I make it amazing? And just be prepared for the work involved. Number two, who can I beta test this with so I can really get the feedback on what I'm selling? How can I get case studies? How can I actually get money to change hands? Number three, create your launch plan with dates and timelines and activities. Number four, you know, ideal avatar. Who is your ideal avatar? Get those target lists. Number five, you know, create your marketing messages. And we've just literally, number six, talked about collateral. And number seven is set a goal and go for it. Because it's very easy to think, oh, yeah, yeah I want to do this. Do all that work and then start to procrastinate about when am I going to, well, I'm not quite ready to launch yet. Not quite tweaked this bit yet. Oh, I'm not quite done this yet. And there, there comes a time when you have to press go and you have to go and get your product and get you out into the market. It's fascinating. I was listening to a, a Gary Vaynerchuk video on YouTube the other night. I love Gary. And he was saying something that's so obvious, you know, it's not that you haven't got time to create the social media. It's not that you haven't got time to do, you know, pick any excuse from 20, as he was saying. It's the fact that you're frightened of getting out there. You're frightened of standing out in the market and saying, look, this is what we've got for you. And this is what a difference it will make in your life. So I think number seven is make sure that you implement the plan that you've decided, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And I am going to have a plan and this plan, I'm with it. I'm in this for the long game. This new service that we've got, then this is where I expect to be in Q1. Q2, Q3. This is where I expect to be in year three. You know, it, the, the market needs great products. The market needs great services and let your service be one of them. So this is Denise saying bye for now and I'll see you next week. If you enjoy this podcast and this year you are ready to take your marketing to the next level, then check out Superfast Circle. This is a unique marketing program designed specifically for recruiters and their marketeers. You get access to two virtual marketing directors, you get consultancy, you get your hand held through the whole process, training, consulting, and we provide content resources. So go over to superfastrecruitment.co.uk forward slash join and check out what's available.